thing up. So I'm talking like this real right, quick. Right, so be, be talking during the show. Go ahead and give me some lines here. I'm going to also talk like I would during the show, but I'm going to continue. Hey, 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 hey Paulie, what, hey, you know, hey, hey, what are you sister over here? Hey, Adrian, hey, hey. Hey, kid, hey, in the Italian stallion. Hey, you know, go watch, up with that. watch my first movie. It was a, soft, it was a porno, hey. All right, well, with Jesse Kimball's permission, ladies and gentlemen, I've already been recording, because of course I have. Uh, <laughs> this is Podzilla After Dark. Hit our music. We don't have music. Ah, oh, hang shit. on, hang on. Do you mean uh, Do you mean the one that sounds like this? Oh, like a bar. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the, the one from the episode from like three years ago that Time Warner flagged on Facebook that we I got, got a notification so about? So we all got yeah, that then, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also got that notification. It, was, uh, and it, hurts, it hurts especially, it cuts deep because it was poppy. It was Poppy's Eat. Yeah. And what's yeah. crazy about yeah, it is... Yeah, I didn't even look at what it was. I just saw the episode was from like 2001, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, because I was... 2021. I was live streaming, and I was getting ready to live stream, and nobody was in yet, so I was just playing music in the background because people were watching the live stream, even though it was there. And uh, yeah, it was Poppy. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Podzilla After Dark here on the Podzilla 1985 Network. My name is Shannon Young, and I'm going to be your host tonight, along with me, of course, the usual gang of wackos, <laughs> Starting with Jesse Kimball. Hey, that's that guy I am. Jesse's having too much fun. Uh, show Hunter's me that for the man. That video before either. <laughs> and she's enjoying it. Just rolls in. Also with us tonight, the screaming PC herself, Lindsay Wolfgang. I have Oreo cakesters, so I am happy. Ladies and gentlemen, what you fail to see every time Lindsay talks and, and that we've put up with for the past nine years is that when she talks, she looks to the side. Every time she talks, she looks to the side as if someone's out the goddamn window showing her the script of what to say. <laughs> That's where she keeps the teleprompters. It's the cat, just once. and I find it very disturbing to look at my camera. I'm sorry. <laughs> just once I want her to stop mid-sentence and go, Line. <laughs> Line, please. Even creepier. Like this. Lindsay, we'll have to we'll have to try this out. I think we mentioned this before. We never did it. We're we'll gonna have to try it before the next show. So NVIDIA broadcast has an option where if you're on webcam, no matter where you look, it will basically fake that you're staring at the camera all the time. So you, you could be looking away from it completely and your eyes will stay trained on the camera. And I have I to see it next week. No, I feel like that's creepy as hell. Yes, no. and that's why that I need really to see it next you, week. You could be asleep and it would make it look as though you are awake. You could oh, pretend. No. Also with us like tonight, that. I think somewhere, I can't see her on camera, but I assume she's there because I can hear the giggling sounds of Shelbyville. It's Shelby Kimball. Hey, there she is. Hello. <laughs> I, I, I'm watching uh, Just Man do his weird 
catwalk thing, and I'm very well, disturbed. Well, he does this little oh, turn on the catwalk. And uh, what, are you, what are you drinking there, Double H? Oh, I'm also going to be having a little too much fun very soon. <laughs> Funny you mentioned that, because tonight's What's episode... My, oh, my juice that makes you explode. <laughs> tonight's episode of Podzilla 1985 After Dark is bought, brought to you by this random can of something I found at Walmart. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, during the show, I'll be drinking pirate water. <laughs> pirate <laughs> water! I was there when he purchased he that. We're there. very curious yeah. about it. All right, uh, so... Is, is it, I would just cross the ocean. No. <laughs> the croc sleeping in my laundry hamper. All right, here comes uh, one of our favorite segments on the show is uh, Does It Taste Good? We're going to pop the top here. Listen to this. Oh, yeah. Pi- can oh, I hear that? Or, I was about to say Discord got rid of all of that. Yeah. Well, the question you is: right the there, didn't you? The, the well, the question is: Does it taste good? Thank God, the question is: It does it smell good? Because it does not. Let's. Uh, <laughs> what is pirate water? Oh, a good start. Yarg. It's. I don't know where they got That's the pirate the smell water. He's going to be making here in a minute, but it's going to be more like yeah. It's well, from the smell of it, the pirate water is actually the sweat underneath their testicles. Okay. I was going to say, wait, 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 is it made of real pirates? Maybe oh. that's the problem. All right. Maybe we can turn this around. Here's the yeah. here's the, here's the the taste test live in the air. This this is far too much like what our friend Gina did during <laughs> during college. Yeah. Well. Uh-huh. No, that exact reaction. Anytime. Anytime that Gina walked into your dorm room with a can of something in her hand and said, here, take a drink of this, as soon as you would take a drink, doesn't it taste like shit? <laughs> so... And usually they were like weird Asian sodas or something like that that she found at the international market. I'm on but, it. But, but every time she would be like, here, drink this. I just noticed weird two things. Asian sodas. I just noticed two things about this. One, the drink I think is called Miami Vice. Don't know why. And Wait, it, what? I yeah, thought it was called really Pirate Water. I did too, but at the, well. at the very it, t- top it says Miami Vice. Um, so they're... they're Florida pirates. And I don't know what this is supposed to stand for, but at the bottom of the can, it straight up says Viva La Stool. <laughs> I saw that when we were looking at it. I thought I pointed that out to you. No. That's like, very, very funny. <laughs> you did, and I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about, because I didn't see that. I just thought you lost your goddamn mind. All right. <laughs> All right, let's go in for let's go in for another one. Shannon, why do this to yourself? It didn't get better. Just like this show after what's, nine years. What's in it? What I mean, does it say Alcohol? like it has specific fruit flavor? Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, um, it's eleven percent by volume. We couldn't find like what kind of alcohol is in it. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of the problem. Sure. It'll get you drunk on pure kerosene. <laughs> so put it in G. So put it in H. I, uh, H. Let's let's start with the motherfucker of the week, Jesse. Oh boy, what do you it's got? Water. water. It's it, it, it will be next week once I get through this can. <laughs> it's uh, marijuana for tricking me again, because. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, I I normally my 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 night routine is we all stop playing games usually around yeah, between eleven to twelve depending on the night, and I'll hang out with Lindsay for a little bit, and when we go to bed, 
I take two ibuprofen PM because I'm not sure if anyone's aware of this, but my life is constant pain. I'm always in pain. And this is how I help go to sleep. Well, I don't have Tylenol PM. I forgot to, to get some. So I thought, okay, well, I still have part of the, the edible, the Indica edible that I had from months ago when I took too much and thought I was going to die and swore I'd never do it again. So yesterday, or two days ago, I decided to bite off a little piece of it just to help me sleep. I did, and even though I felt a little weird, it was fine. I went to bed, and, and I stayed up a little later than I meant to, but everything was okay. So last night, I said, well, that went okay. Let's do it again. I took a smaller chunk of it this time. Don't know why, but for whatever reason, I had the same reaction I did a few months ago where I was up at 3, 4 in the morning freaking the fuck out for no reason at all. Shelby and I have talked about this, that feeling you get with the weird chest feeling and your head feels like it's like, five feet behind your movement and I hated it and I hated it. And I stood, I, I sat up talking to Bob on messenger for like an hour about his trip with mushrooms and him saying how he wants to try DMT and he can't wait. And I'm like, motherfucker, I had like 10 milligrams of an edible and I feel like I'm about to die here. Don't talk to me about hard drugs. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Uh, yeah. I wonder why that hit you so hard. Like this other time for a third one, especially with as oh, small amount why? as you, apparently grab like that's very strange to me me too i can't I'm explain admittedly it admittedly not knowledgeable whatsoever on like is it one of those things where like uh is it inconsistent across the gummy like the thc content like no, maybe it's not no. Mixed in right no it should be evenly uh evenly spaced out and i actually ate before i took the gummy so i had food in me i mean i was good to go i have no idea why it hit me so hard last night i can't explain it i, I, was I like very, to very confused <laughs> I liked Kaz's response because you said that you had uh, chewed off a piece. And he's like, well, you're not supposed to chew it. You're supposed to swallow it. Yeah. That was the problem. I, I, and I did. And I did. <laughs> so marijuana, you're in my sights once again. Don't cross me, marijuana. <laughs> you and I have done this dance before. Fuck with me. Don't fuck with me, marijuana. <laughs> uh, otherwise, just you, you, you got anything or? No, not you really. Do something with this? Uh, you want to do something with this marijuana? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's been pretty tame. Uh, that one dude is still trying to stalk me at the courthouse. That's fun. I um, warned you. Been motherfucker of the week once. It had nothing to do with this. I warned you. Warned me of what? <laughs> Jesse, good news. Ohio woman who suffered miscarriage at home will not be criminally charged. Hey, <laughs> that is a headline that we read Justice in the year prevails. 2024. Oh, once again, Christ, the uh, fact that that has to be a thing. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the show. That's, I guess. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all. I watched a I new. We definitely had something we were going to talk about, but what the fuck it was, I don't remember. Well, I watched a new documentary today about UFOs that TMZ put on that was, uh, I watched part one of it, and I think it's called UFO Revolution, and it was actually pretty interesting. It was pretty good. Um, I, I, I look forward to watching part two and three, which is strange to say I enjoyed watching something that TMZ produced, because TMZ is, to me, the second worst news site in the world behind media takeout, and it's it, they're both bad. They're both bad. That's, uh, that Vatican... 15 second gay blessing thing came and went very quickly <laughs> i don't even know what that, that was, was. i don't even know what that was so so see steven posted a, a link to an article and the headline steven. says vatican says gay blessings can only last 15 seconds now it's from the telegraph so i, I assume he didn't know that if, if i remember correctly the telegraph is kind of like a uk rag 
Um, the article, of course, you can't view it without paying for it, but I found it elsewhere, or I found a, a version of it elsewhere. And, of course, it sounds ridiculous, and so I went, okay, well, I have to know what this is about. What it really comes down to is, the, it says, quote, the Vatican emphasized that the brief pastoral blessings for gay couples are distinct from formal liturgical or ritualized blessings associated with heterosexual marriages. Their doctrinal office released a five-page statement emphasizing the brevity of the blessings lasting around 10 to 15 seconds with a focus on seeking peace, health, and other positive outcomes for the couple. The clarification stressed that allowing priests to perform such blessings is neither heretical nor contradictory to the church's traditions. And this is where it gets important. Acknowledging the varying attitudes toward homosexuality globally, the dicastery for the doctrine of the faith emphasized the need for, quote, pastoral prudence. It recognized that in countries where laws criminalize homosexuality, openly blessing gay couples could lead to persecution, imprisonment, or even threats of life. And they're specifically talking about places like Zambia, Nigeria, and Malawi. So basically what it is is not, okay, well, you can only bless them for 15 seconds. Like it's like some dumb, it, it's, hey, if you're going to do it, do it quickly so you don't get yourself and also those people killed by somebody in a country that doesn't recognize these things well good um, lord so yeah weird weirdly the church comes out not looking as bad as definitely not as bad as the headline would make it out to be um and and frankly kind of like in the right like hey we're saying you can do it you should do it it doesn't go against anything we do just do it quick and don't get yourself or other people in trouble in a country that doesn't acknowledge it yeah. yeah. Logical. Makes sense. Yeah. It, it, was, uh, it was, yeah, was a little bit of a sensationalist an headline. Um, that's unfortunate. I, I mean, I could be wrong about that. I thought the Telegraph was fairly similar to the Daily Mail. Um, where it I kind have of, no I, idea. I know it's from the UK. Um, I'm looking for basically kind of where they, they are. Um the Daily Telegraph, known online and elsewhere as The Telegraph, is a British daily conservative broadsheet newspaper. So... There you I mean, go. The headline makes sense. Well, I, I mean, uh, there's also a bit of a difference between a British conservative and American one at this point. Right. Yeah. But it says it is politically conservative and supports the conservative party in the UK. So for whatever whatever that's worth, that's how they are described. Well, to be. if you want to talk about politics for a second, fine. You twisted my arm. Um, Chris Christie we... has dropped out of the presidential oh. race. That's what um, it was. That's what I yeah. you, you briefly mentioned it last night, and I never got to look into it today, so I assumed it was coming up here. Yeah, he so he was one of the last four, I think, that were still on stage, along with uh, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, and Vivek Ramaswamy, I Ramas, think is his name, Ramaswamy. which sounds racist. Ramaswamy. It feels racist to say his name is Ramaswamy, but I guess... <laughs> um, look, <laughs> look, for those of you listening out there, they think I'm about to get on my soapbox. I am. And <laughs> just a general warning, I don't like the Republican Party in 2024. I think everyone would know that. The only person I liked in the Republican Party, and he's a very unlikable person, was Chris Christie. He's the only person that took it straight to Donald Trump. He was the only person that got on stage and literally said, you guys are all fighting with each other like you're going to get picked when the guy who's way ahead of all of us isn't even showing up and you're too afraid to even say his name. So Chris Christie went ham after Donald Trump during all this. It amounted to nothing. I mean, it doesn't matter anyway. DeSantis and Haley, neither of them are going to get the nomination. It's going to be Trump. The only way Trump's not going to get nominated is if he gets convicted. And even then, assuming there's no law that says he can't, which I'm pretty sure there's a law that says he can't, uh, he will run again 
from jail and probably win. And that's what I'm afraid no, you of. You cannot do that if if you've been if you're convicted a of a felony. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like, and there's also you know various uh, states at this point. If enough states start doing it, uh, for, you know, keeping Trump off the ballot in the <sighs> the primary, like this could turn out to be like best case scenario because then he won't be able to run as a Republican in the 2024 presidential, and because he's Donald Trump, he will run as an independent. Independent, yeah. Uh, which will just completely ravage the Republican Party, and then we yes. can yes. Uh, hopefully get four more years of, uh, you know, boring Joe Biden doing boring things. But Sleepy Joe. But you're talking about a Supreme Court that is predominantly conservative. Um, <laughs> that was three members of which were appointed by Trump himself. Yeah, right. I so, get it. So the chances that they're going to keep his name off the ballot, it's probably not likely. And also... He probably doesn't if he's kept off the ballot in certain states, I don't think that will matter. I think he would still win if if Trump can't get on the ballot in somewhere like California, who gives a shit? California's gonna be democratic anyway. He was never gonna win that state. So Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like it's not it's not so much like, you know, that ballot. Like it, this is the overall primary. Like if he loses, you know, too many states for the Republican primary, uh, to whoever else. Well, I don't uh, correct me then, if I'm wrong, but I don't think the the Republican primary primary is to elect the nominee, is it? Isn't it just to? Um, that's exactly what it's for. But you can yeah. still be the nominee uh, without winning the primary. They could still make you the nominee. Technically, yeah, the Republican Party could choose to put Trump above the, which they will the actual yeah, winner of the primary, which they will, which they but will. That's. Yeah, it's very much not how primaries are supposed to work, and that would piss a lot of people off, I'm oh, sure. Oh, oh, okay. I'm going to get back on my soapbox. Who gives a shit? Because Trump has pissed a lot of people <laughs> off in everything he's done in office, and it doesn't seem to come back to haunt him. He breaks rules, he breaks promises, he lies, he cheats, and there's no consequences for him. So who gives a shit if they I mean, just is- if they say, oh, well, congratulations, Nikki Haley, you did well. And they pat her on the head, and then they push her aside and say, but the nominee's coming through. Come on, Mr. Trump. I mean, that, like, you're correct, but, like, the Republican Party and Trump, like, I know Trump right now uh, represents the a large portion of the Republican Party, but there's a lot of Republicans that would be deeply, deeply, uh, like, pissed off if they just forsook the, like, because, yeah, it's basically the primary is supposed to be a, a popularity contest. It is condensing the candidates for each party so they know who they want to put all of their money behind for the actual election. Right. And so if they go against the wishes of the people and like, you know what? Like I know Nikki Haley won, but we're going to put Trump in because fuck it. Well, wishes of the people in the States that Trump couldn't run, but the people in those States still want Trump. Trump would dominate the primary if he's allowed to, you know, be on there in every state. And, And I actually disagree with you. I don't think they would be pissed off. I think publicly, there would be some some talk publicly. There would be some chest puffing and going, well, that's not right. But secretly, I bet they would love for that to happen because now they can put all their money and support behind Trump without having to tell anybody that they've they wanted him there. They can say, well, I don't agree with what Trump did. However, because the Republican Party chose him, I'm going to support him. Poor me. This takes the guilt off of them so they can still Go for the guy, their their Trojan horse that won them in you know 2016. So I, I disagree. I think they would be publicly upset, but privately thrilled because now they don't have blood on their hands. I, like I said, it, it's 
I guess I, I see you're, you're talking about like the people, like, uh, like, well, you know, the we couldn't put them there, but the Republican Party did anyway. Oh no, I'm talking about the Republican like, Party. Now I have to I, vote for. I'm talking about guys like Mitch McConnell and people that are like publicly against Trump, but will privately vote for everything he does. They will be thrilled by the fact that they oh. they can say, "Oh, we didn't want him there because we think what he did and what he said is wrong." However, because he's in that position against our will, we're no. going to vote for him. <laughs> they absolutely would not say any of that because right now, if publicly. you speak as a Republican or privately, like just like publicly, they're like they're just going to they're going to say like, all right, yeah, I mean, this was the they'll they'll say something like you know we had to, we had to do or you know make a dra- like we had to go to drastic measures to prevent the Democratic Party from you know uh, corruptly stealing the ballot and buzzword buzzword. <laughs> buzzword dog whistle <laughs> that's you're getting frustrated fine. just talking about it yeah exactly that's all you, that's uh, what, that's where it goes to it's just fine whatever i don't care so it basically it would, it would just be it would be a really really bad precedent to set to say like even though he didn't win the primary he's still our candidate uh and i don't think that they want to set that precedent yet i think that the republican party would actually like the the actual like the RNC or whatever. Like I think the Republican Party would use this as a great chance to say like, hey, we know Trump is your guy. We wanted to you we wanted to put Trump on the uh you know on the ballot, but uh you know corrupt Democrats they they prevented us from doing so you know because they wouldn't let you good people vote for Trump. So you know uh, unfortunately this is who we have to go with. And that would be the Republican Party managing to walk away from Trump because you've got to imagine at this point the high-ranking officials, like, and I say imagine, they, they've been pretty vocal about it. They're tired of fucking losing because yes. that's all that, like, Trump and his, like, all the, you know, the, a the loser. big... Sure. Yeah, every, You're a much, loser. Because <laughs> it's it's like a, a, a very large number of Trump-backed uh, candidates have lost. Like that was it was the worst uh, that, performance for the last midterms from like uh, sure, a sure but they're never going to say that to the Republican constituents because the re- Republican constituents no. still want Trump and that's why I said what they'll say to the Republican constituents is like I, we, it was out of our hands the corrupt Democrats took it out of our hands when in reality they're like fuck yes we can walk away from Trump this way. But they, but they know they're never going to walk away from Trump. That's the thing. You thought they would walk away after. You, I thought they'd walk away from Trump after January six when he caused an insurrection, and they didn't. They embrace. About a week they did. I still remember Lindsey Graham on there talking about he was done with him, and I <laughs> I, I, I remember Kevin McCarthy saying he was done with him. And about a week later, everything was back to normal, and Trump is once again dominating everywhere. Trump, Trump, Trump. They're never going to get away from Donald Trump. Even after the old bastard dies, he will still like be their shining light. He's like Reagan 2024 for them. It's it's That's horrible. The if they manage to move away from him this year, uh, there's no way that he can run in 2028. Like, he will not, like, he is already not mentally capable of running for office. Uh, it's just the cult doesn't care. By 2028, like they're like he. They still. Won't I care. can't imagine that he's still walking in 2028. Then he like will, the dude is he not will, doing well. He will roll his wheelchair straight up there and get the nomination <laughs> again. 
Donald Trump is he's the Republican he's the Republican nominee for life. Doesn't matter how much he loses, doesn't matter. His cult of personality is so strong that other politicians are afraid to speak out against him, which is why you see Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis barely scratching the surface in these these primary debates. They know they can't beat him. So the strategy I feel is that they go after each other, each of them jockeying for a position in trump's new cabinet or vice president because he's clearly not going to select mike pence again after everything that went down so you could have Nikki i can't Haley. imagine mike pence would accept that position even he, if it was offered he to him. absolutely would he absolutely would these fucking politicians Man. no politicians left and right both of them none of them are honest or sincere they will take whatever scraps you throw them if it means they can cling to power for a little bit longer i just i can't see him doing it because you, he you actually has too like, many too much credit, Jesse. This is you give them too much credit. Man, I, it, Trump called for him to be hung. Like, yeah, and he didn't speak like, out I get against what you're it. Saying. He didn't speak out against no, it no, until his wait, book was coming wait, out. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait a minute. He called for him to be hanged. That's a different thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Hang on, hang on. I have one more thing I want to tack on to the end of this because I think this is important. All right. So. I, I know we probably don't we frankly probably don't have any listeners who don't vote unless they just can't. I don't know that we have anybody who, who straight up can't vote still. Um but I, I do I I just came across this while you guys were talking about this and I I wanna tack this on to the end of it and make this very, very clear. So I'm I'm quoting for something I, I just read here. The American election is always first past the post, which means that there are only two possible outcomes. Either the Democratic candidate candidate wins or the Republican candidate wins. When election season rolls around, your voting choices make one of three statements. I would prefer the Democrat to the Republican. I would prefer the Republican to the Democrat. Or I don't care. I choose to let everyone else make this decision for me. Anything other than voting for one of those two parties that might win is choosing option three, whether it's refusing to vote, voting third party, writing in someone else, or whatever. It is a shitty system. It sucks. I wish we would switch to something better because there are a bunch of other systems. But here it is the system we are stuck with for at least now. Anyone telling you to vote third party or not vote at all is asking you to sit back and let everyone else decide whether we put somebody like Donald Trump in power again. Yeah, because third party third party will never win. They will never win. Never going to happen. Not with this system. Every time someone tells me how proudly they are because they voted libertarian or whatever, I go, cool, cool, cool. And, yep. and I remember last time it was, oh, we're voting for the, I don't remember the guy's name, but they were voting for the Libertarian because if he gets enough votes this time, Gary Johnson, he can, wasn't it? And if he gets enough votes, he, then in the next election, he can like be on stage for a couple minutes or something. I'm like, good. Yeah, basically, you, you get good. to participate in the debates if you get a certain percentage of the votes. The, but yeah. They, the debates, which like, Donald understand- Trump probably will not show up for. I understand so. the argument that, you know, it's the, the self fulfilling prophecy. Uh, you know, saying like it's never going to happen, so we shouldn't do it, means that it'll never happen. Like I understand that, but like the fact of the matter is, it's never going to happen. Right, right. The closest right. they like, ever came was what Ross Perot. I think that was the closest yeah. an independence ever come to uh, yeah. uh, being a legit threat, yeah. and that was well, in the nineties. He, he's the one who, yeah, he disrupted the the Bush situation. Like he's yeah. the one who. He didn't allow Clinton to win it, but he definitely didn't hurt that situation. He did the damage. It, like 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 Jesse said earlier, if Donald Trump ran independence, then the Republican Party would be screwed because they would be splintered. Totally different. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So uh, they would lose it they would lose too much because it's already going to be like I mean, look at twenty twenty, like how close that was. Yeah. Um 
I mean, not like by the actual number of votes, but the electoral. <laughs> well, even all right, to be fair to Trump, uh, because I believe in being fair to everybody, Trump set a new record for voting. Like more people voted for him in 2020 than voted for him when he won in 2016. The only problem it, was that more people voted for Joe Biden, which broke like, Trump's it, new record. Were, were it not for Joe Biden, Trump would have set a record for the most like the most votes ever received by a presidential candidate. Right. Uh, and when he sadly, does it, it's, a, it's fair. But when it happens with <laughs> Biden, it's corrupt. And rigged. Yeah. Isn't that immoral? <laughs> uh yeah no it's it's a it is a shitty system i wholeheartedly agree i really like there there are several systems out there even ones that some states are using that i really like uh but yeah for the presidential the hunter is 100 correct i say let god sort them out where that's option three <laughs> that's that's option three. Anything other than voting for one of these two guys is option three. I'm gonna take and a that's drink. what puts a motherfucker like him back in power. I'm taking, a, I'm taking another drink. Hold on. <clears throat> this yeah, is what like, voting that's... is going to taste like. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. It's it actually awful. awful. But you have to do it because you're already invested. I'm, I've sunk like $2 into this can. I was just reminded of that bit from, from Guardians it. of the Galaxy. Only instead of about universe, uh, about the universe, just call it the country. You know, what do you care so much about saving the country? Because I'm one of the idiots that lives in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right, I'm I'm off my uh, I'm off my so, I'm off my soapbox. You sure? I thought you were gonna say you're off your soapbox. Oh, Shannon, you're, you're, jump you're back on. We didn't talk about uh, Trump's immunity. Oh, oh no! Uh, Have you not heard about this? Are you talking about where they asked him if he could uh, order a, a hit on a political rival, and, and would he would he face uh, consequences for that? And they they said only if he'd been like impeached and convicted. And like so, if he hasn't been impeached and convicted, he wouldn't stand. Or he, he is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that and like Trump himself saying that a president has to have immunity. A president has to have immunity. He says over and over again. And the finish is also, I did nothing wrong, but a president has to have immunity. Which is, you know, the right. crazy part about that you, is if that's Joe not true. did anything illegal, then he would need to go to jail. Well, he needs to go to jail now. Because He's the, from the most corrupt political crime right, family in the history. He didn't win the election. He didn't right? win the election. Yeah, that, and, and Hunter Biden's laptop? Don't even get me started. Oh, just, Hunter, Hunter just Biden's laptop. Dude, just... Because <laughs> yeah. his lawyer... His lawyer argued that he should have immunity because he was a, like the crimes that he's being accused of happened while he was president. So he shouldn't be able to be no tried for. Once you are no longer president, you can be tried for. Well, but they're right. saying he it happened while he was president. Therefore, he was it above the crime. No, it's just you can't be tried for it till afterwards. That's clearly what the law states. I don't know. Like, you have to clearly because you. Because you do have to be, like, to be convicted of the crime, you have to first be impeached. But, yeah, like, once you're out of office, like, all right, well, here we go. And here we you go. Just... Um, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. No, that was it. Like, you just, uh, like, it is technically correct that you can't be convicted of certain crimes, like, while you're a sitting president. Uh, that doesn't mean you have full immunity. Wow. <laughs> while you're a sitting president, but then yeah, like well, that's you can why he's got to get back in. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to yeah, get back in. Back it's in. It's just another it's four like, years. 
It's like if you're playing uh, if you're playing tag, that's base. He just got to get back to base, and then he's good. <laughs> he's, he is desperately trying to get back to base by throwing, like, because he's not an agile man. He's just throwing bodies in front of him. Like, he's that, that was that kid away. that would pay off the other kids. Be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Just throwing uh, his friends to the wolves so that he can hopefully get back to home base. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's episode of Podzilla After Dark is brought to you by Pirate Water, Viva La Stool. And now that we've now that we've had that enlightening discussion, let's uh, let's go to the top five of the night for the four people that are still listening. <laughs> when we talk about politics, the ratings go down, but <laughs> That can't be true. That's There's not no true. Way that's it's here. not true at all. Uh, Lindsay, go ahead. What is uh, what is it? So tonight we are each picking five characters from a series that we each individually enjoy that we want to see get either spotlight films or like spinoff books to learn more of those characters. So the only stipulation I gave everyone is you can pick whatever series you want from whatever genre TV, movie, video game, whatever, but all five characters have to come from the same series. Okay. So five characters from the same series, and it could be pretty much anything. Yeah. that You want to see them get their own, like, spotlight film or book. Okay. Well, let's get this out of the way now. How many people chose Star Wars? I specifically nope. didn't choose Star Wars. Same. Okay. This might go. Well, now okay. nobody chose Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> which is a problem. Because <laughs> someone should have chosen Star Wars. That's, that's really true. There's a lot of really good ones out there for Star Wars. Now, here's my other fear that Jesse would be the only one to take the one I want. So let's. I guarantee you I did not. Let's see what happens. Well, if it's for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, then it's not me. So. Let's start with Jesse. Jesse, what series uh, did you pick? I picked Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Wait, did you say you picked... Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I knew that there was no chance that I picked one you picked because I you picked an anime. <laughs> and uh, Shannon ain't fucking with that unless it's Sailor Moon 10 years ago. <laughs> or High School of the Dead. What the record show is nodding. <laughs> also, a couple years ago, and then they got, that got sexual. So very quickly, very quickly, that, ne- that turned from like high octane action to to flopping titties so I, fast. I'll never forget the betrayal <laughs> of man. This is a really good like horror anime. To wow, that bullet just went through between her titties as they flopped. <laughs> In opposite directions of each other. She she died. Yeah, she stopped using both of those words. <laughs> either I cannot with the two of you right now. Oh. But the the bullet like the it went, it went it's through. Like, it flopped. It's, it's like that that old meme, that old bit about uh, uh, men trying to write women walking, where it's like she breasted boobily down the steps. <laughs> like I can't, I can't with this shit. I mean, that's that show in a nutshell. Like, yeah, it multiple really is. multiple characters breasted boobily uh-huh. throughout the show's runtime. One oh, girl shit. had an orgasm actually, fighting uh, zombies. <laughs> It was a built-in GIF on Discord. There you go, Hunter. No way. Oh, my God. Oh, it really is. Oh, 
Watch no. this. Watch that. Look at that. It's oh so my god. Stupid. Yeah. Oh. Rest physics don't work like that. I was so hopeful no, for that don't. show when it started. I genuinely it liked it. Up so good the first like three episodes were dark violent gritty and like zombie filled action it's like the way chandler on friends describes why he doesn't like michael flatley lord of the dance while he's talking about his legs they flail about as though independent from his body (laughs) 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 all right i'm bleeding that now so i like to think the, the, the creators of dead or alive saw that gif and went fuck how'd they have the technology (laughs) <laughs> all right jesse which character do you want to get tension first from i figured we'd do all of our announcements first. okay uh all right oh, no i like that idea i like that idea let's talk okay. about the series first so jesse picked a uh, picked uh was it full titty alchemist what was i don't remember now <laughs> no no no, no. no. Full metal alchemist full metal uh, alchemist. high school of the dead is not on this list Okay. Um. Yeah. The full Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, specifically, which is the uh the remade the com- more the manga version. Yeah. Uh, Ad Victorium. Ad Victorium. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Shelby Ad real Victorian quick. Brother. Shelby, what's your series? Uh, my series is The Tick. Ooh. Spoon. All right. Um. <laughs> Double H. What's your series? You know, I had to pick a sitcom. My series is Boy Meets World. Okay. It's a good. One. Poor Tanner. Nothing in general, just poor Tanner. Um, Tanner would have picked Harry Potter if he was here. I'm very confident. He would. He would 100 percent have picked Harry Potter. Yes. Or Assassin's Creed. We need another. Also possibility. We need another. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, I picked Warcraft because I didn't really hey. want to do the homework. So, <laughs> so I hey, almost Warcraft picked Warcraft. But I, I legitimately like in my head. I was like Star Wars. Uh, be Hunter or Tanner. Uh, Warcraft. Shannon's gonna want that one. He's been on a big Warcraft kick lately. All right, what else we got? (laughs) Well, so for the record, I almost, I almost picked Ultima, but I was like, no one will get that reference except I. I I worked up an entire thing for Indiana Jones and then went, eh. So I I had one (laughs) set aside that way. I could totally have done that, but I started thinking about sitcoms and I was like, no, this is better. Well, I, I started to think about Star Wars because I was like, well, Zori Bliss. I want that Zori Bliss movie. But I, I thought, well, someone's definitely going to pick Star Wars. In fact, I was worried three of us would pick Star Wars. So The pro- the problem with Star Wars and why I immediately went away from it was not so much that I thought somebody else would choose it, although I did think that would be the case, but also because the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, they have made series out of all the good side characters. Like, so everybody busy. who's a side character has gotten a fucking show or a movie at this point. Except so. I- had with a lot of the shows I picked because as I was thinking about it I'm like no the after credits are a lot of side characters being explained and fleshed out and it's what they're doing in their everyday life I think Star Wars though you could at least take some characters from the new trilogy alone Babu Frick Zori Bliss you know just as an example I mean I you love those characters but like unless there's a lot more to them that we don't know and there's really something to get into they were just kind of, I, I liked them, but they were just kind of there. I don't but, need a 10 but, episode miniseries. But about. I mean, isn't that the point though? Is that we take these characters who have yeah. smaller info and, and like extend it and create stories. I mean, no, realistically, not, a lot of these we're never going me. to get, but yeah, I was uh, gonna see, for, for me, it's, it's like, I already know who these characters are. I just want to see them do other things 
elsewhere. I don't um, feel like we know who those characters are at all. See, I thought I mean, was, if you maybe I misread the assignment. I thought it was take a bunch of characters no. that don't have a lot and give them something. No, it's, My it's bad. Characters that you want to see more of. Right. Yes, and, and I like, want to see more why, Babu Frick. Yeah, yeah. Regardless <laughs> of why you want more Babu Frick. I want a 10-episode uh, yeah, like miniseries where he just walks around town looking at things going, hey, hey! Because he's crusty be now. You would to death of him by the end. You would hate has, fucking character. Shelby has still not seen Babu Frick because we haven't watched that movie yet. He's a tiny little crusty. All right, Lindsay, what's a your... tiny little crusty. What's your... Uh, yeah, I know. I know when I um, said it. I, I will surprise absolutely no one, and I chose The Hunger Games. More like actually the, surprised, surprised me. me a little bit. I figured it was going to be Sailor Moon. More like the Hungry Games. Huh? All right, let's go to Jesse <laughs> Kendall. Oh, we, we did just get the record. Uh, the man himself has joined the party. I don't know if he's actually here or not. Did he? I, I don't yeah. have my I don't have my Discord pulled up, and I didn't hear anything. Yeah. Okay. He's yeah, kind he of is. here. <laughs> he's here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Recording, okay. out, I think he's, he's recording out of Roy Orbison's ass. I'm pretty sure he's in one of those cardboard boxes that Solid Snake gets around in. <laughs> he got lost in a bag of unending dice. I don't know. How late am I to the party? We haven't we given just... our yeah. We haven't given our we we all we said was the series that we're we're taking it from. We haven't actually started yet. So now that you're here, we'll speed oh, it up. Harry. Harry Potter. We assumed. Yeah, we all. We assumed. We guessed. Yeah, we actually said that. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. all right. Well, let's start it off with Jesse. Jesse, give the character name right. and then a brief reason why you want it, and then we'll move on. All right. So yeah, I went with uh, yeah, it was Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood because Tanner wasn't here for that that announcement. Um, and I'm going first with Alphonse Elric. Yay! Uh, yeah, the, the show leaves off. You know, he gets his his body back. Uh, I guess spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it. God. Um, he gets his he gets his body back at the end. Um, you know he's going to uh, research a lot more alchemy from the east, like over with uh, probably um, May. Shit, that's her name, right? Yeah. Pan- with the girl with the panda. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure. I think May. Damn it. Yeah, I think it's May. Uh, anyway, Mandy. <laughs> Mandy's gonna kill me. Uh, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure she went she went off to off to the east with May. And they're gonna, you know, research stuff there. And I would like, like, that sounds very interesting to me. I'd like to see what he finds out, uh, where he comes up with the research. Alphonse with his body back still being able to do alchemy is very interesting to me. Okay. I'd watch it. I would not. Let's move on to Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start off with Finn the Dolphin. He has a um, evil name. He's also known as Mr. Smarty Pants. Uh, he's a super genius dolphin. He actually looks like he could be one of the toes from Courage the Cowardly Dog, the mobster toes. That's kind of what he, the vibes I'm getting, but I just want to know what this dude does in his off time when he's not being an evil dolphin, doing evil dolphin things. Like, is he, what is he doing? He's an entertainer there. Uh, yeah, it's super villain entertainer. So, like, he's in a zoo. He's in an aquarium. Yeah. But, like... <laughs> He's hanging out well, at SeaWorld. I want to know what the, the entertainer bo- cover up for the supervillain. <laughs> right? Like, I want to know what the before was, how he got here, how he became a supervillain. Like, all we know is, like, he's just a supervillain at the fucking aquarium. I, I'm curious, <laughs> uh, which which version of the tick are you doing? The animated. 
cartoon series. The, the original one? Yeah. Okay. Did you ever watch the live action ones? Oh. I've heard they're good. No. Um, the suit scared the shit out of me. Yeah, sure? I heard the newest one uh, is really good. The oh, one I on heard, Amazon. I heard I the last one was good. Patrick Warburton as the tick. I mean, come on. That's, yeah. that's just good casting. It's- as many good things as I've heard about this series all the way around, the animated, the live action, whatever, I've never seen an episode of it. So the whole time that Shelby was talking, all I could hear is that line from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back from Tracy Morgan. I don't know what the fuck you just said, little kid. <laughs> but, you're but, special. You, but you're special. Yeah. You're special. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's go to Tan Moo the Tiger himself. Uh, shooting on Harry Potter. Oh, that sounded bad. I don't like that. I don't like that. I didn't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I gotta erase my memory real quick with a nice. Are you are you repra- replacing Wand with Wang again? <laughs> <laughs> and with his Wang, he shot all over Harry Potter. Uh, That's someone's fetish. Someone out there just wanged his computer. Tanner, go ahead. So I'm disturbed. Uh, so my first. Pick I disturbed. Is like- I'm <laughs> Shannon. Sorry. My first God, pick is Wolfie One One because you can't talk about one without talking about all four. I gotta talk about I got I need I need more information on the founders of Hogwarts. So Helga Hufflepuff, Rowena Ravenclaw, Salazar Slytherin, and Godric Gryffindor. Were any they of these are people all attached together? Were any of these people in the Hogwarts Legacy game or was that even still set too far past? It's uh it still too far past. No, so it was about Hogwarts Legacy takes place uh in the senior the year after Dumbledore graduates so it's like 1890 something uh whereas it's, it's still it's still 800 years before the or after the the founders have been around Jesus Christ okay then I'll give it to you now let's go on to Hunter we're keeping this at a brisk just like this delicious can of Miami Vice by Pirate Water we're keeping this brisk and disgusting. Go ahead, Hunter. Those moves, baby. Um, hey, the, hey, the, <laughs> the one who inspired this whole choice for me is is uh, is Mr. Feeney, is George Feeney. If there was ever a character on that show that that deserved a spinoff, and there are others, and I'm going to talk about it later, but like this, this is why I asked Lindsay, can it be um, before or after you know the, the show, like when they're older or younger? Um, because I don't want it after the show ends. After the show ends, he should he should get to rest. I want the George Feeney prequel. I want when he was coming up as a teacher in the 60s and 70s and dealing with all of the the revolutionary stuff at that time. Um, him, you know, coming off of being in the Navy, uh, having been involved or being, you know, aware of like the great wars and, and trying to teach that level. Cause he was mainly a history teacher, um, trying to teach that level of, of, uh, immediate history to kids who are trying to forget that stuff or weren't around for it in the first place. Um, yeah, I, w- I want a prequel and I want it called Feeney and I just want to find out what he was like when he was like a young teacher. Watch that show. So do you think it would lose any of the magic by not having the actor? Or do you think they could cast so someone? He's, he's he's still around, and I would want him involved in some way, uh, even Maybe if it's like a young Indiana life. Jones thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like a young Indiana Jones deal where he's kind of like a, a bank, a, what do you call it, bookending the, yeah. the episodes. Um, That'd be but good. to that end, so so the, the idea for this came from uh, the Pod Meets World podcast. They've talked a few times about how they would love to see something like that. And Will Friedle, who played Eric, has said more than once, like, I'm the appropriate age right now to do it. I'd do it in a heartbeat. 
And I think that'd be pretty great to have that connection to the original series as well. Now that's going to be a mind fuck because he's another character in that series, a main character in that series. Right. Um, but I also would really like to see him do something a little more dramatic. There'd obviously be a lot of comedy to it, but he's mostly known as a, a Jim Carrey type comedian. Like he's very, uh, you know, uh, minus uh, uh, Terry and all that. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I'd, I'd really, um, I'd really like to, to say, well, I mean, Terry McGinnis, even as, as that Batman, he's still kind of comedic. Um, and it's he cartoon. has his moments. That's a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd like to see him do a live action, you know, sort of splitting the, the dramedy type thing, splitting the difference between comedy and, and drama. So yeah, uh, I'd watch it. Uh, I picked Warcraft. My first pick is the easy one. Jesse, who is it? Arthas. It's Arthas. It's Arthas Menethil. <laughs> yeah. Um, I truly believe when they announced the Warcraft film, we were all excited. And it was basically a retelling of the first Warcraft game. Uh, you know, different things were changed here and there, but it was mostly a, a faithful retelling. And that's great, but what I want is the Arthas story. Because Arthas is the most interesting character in Warcraft. He's one of the I think he's one of the great tragic video game characters who starts out so pure and does all the right things because he loves his people so much. And because of his love of his people, it corrupts him and turns him into the ultimate evil that everyone has to band against to, to destroy. It's such a good story. I mean, you've got not what? just yeah, not not just his uh, story as the Lich King, but everything before that, dealing with the burning with the, the burning legion and stuff like that. It would be such a good movie. You could turn this into a trilogy. I want to see a trilogy of films about Arthas from his beginnings to his downfall as the Lich King. I think that would make that's a license to print money right there. And um, yeah. I, was, and, I mean, really, you could do almost two trilogies out of it. Like for the first time, they have to stop him. Yeah. Uh, you know, like they they could go full Skywalker saga with it, almost. Maybe not nine full, but movies, be good. But <laughs> unlike the the but they new could trilogy, do, yeah, they could easily do a trilogy about uh, yeah, like everything that he did, like while he was good, then him falling in the second movie to uh, corruption, and then everybody having to stop him in the third movie, like that easy it's kind of like darth vader in some ways they're very similar um but arthas is much cooler looking he's got this dragon when he's a lich king and then he's got this horse let's go to Lindsay. invincible and the dragon's name was was it Sindragosa? uh Sindragosa was not his dragon but she was one of like the, what, she, the he, dragon flight yeah but she's the dragon he commands as the lich king he resurrects her bones and and she becomes yeah. his. I got a little figure of it right over here. Don't don't call me out. I got a toy. <laughs> no. I just want to make sure, like, because <laughs> people that don't know the Lord, like, they may be thinking that, like, you know, the Lich King is riding around on this fucking dragon. No, like, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> the Lich King has power over one of the most powerful beings in Warcraft lore. And all the people that Arthas changed. I mean, Arthas set everything into motion. Uh, Arthas is the Darth Vader of the Warcraft, you know, storyline. Yeah. And no Arthas, no Sylvanas. Yeah, no Sylvanas. Uh, that removes a bunch of storylines. Yeah, no, no Forsaken. Uh, no, uh, it's a whole thing, man. Yeah. But we'll get to more of them Warcraft characters in a second. Let's go back to. Let's go down to Lindsay. I'm starting to think this pirate water is starting to kick in. Is it tasting less bad? No, no. Every sip is a nightmare. I think that's right, how they well. advertise it. Since I picked the. Hunger Games and coming right off of Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I want to have Mags get her own film. Mags Flanagan, the winner of the 11th Hunger Games from District 4. 
Mags is a young woman going right after the success of the 10th Hunger Games, how the game has changed for them. Because what little bit of info we have from the books is the 11th game is the first, like, non... It has its first own arena. It's not just the amphitheater where everyone has been yeah. happening. And it's, she, it's also the first Victor, one. That's she like did a Victor the... Village house, the first Victor yeah. to go on tour and that sort of stuff. Like, the, the true start of the games that we know from the original trilogy of the books. And honestly, she could be a great takeoff to just do another spinoff just for District 4, that she could have her film, Finnick could have a film, and Annie could have a film. So. You get a film. You get a film. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take it back to the top. Jess Kimball. All right. Uh, my next pick, I'm going to do Colonel Mustang. Uh, Yay. Really? <laughs> yeah, of course, uh, Roy Mustang. That would also include Hawkeye. Um, uh, he's the he's the one that snaps his finger and fire happens, Shannon. I'm aware uh, of who Mustang is. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we, we left off his character. Uh, you know, he was blinded towards the end of Brotherhood. And uh, Marco agrees to heal him so long as he uh, looks after Ishval. And, you know, tries to get that up and running. So, like, this really would be, you know, kind of like three characters in one. Uh, Mustang is the primary character, but yeah, Hawkeye is going to be involved, and he's obviously going to be working with Scar, the Ishvalid priest, uh, to try to help, like, bring back, you know, Ishval to his former glory, since it was the the first of those countries wiped out to uh, further father's plan. Uh, Make the original sorcerer, uh, yeah, sorcerers, not sorcerer, philosopher stones. Ugh. I'm still got Harry Potter on the brain. people. Oh, we'll get to him in a second. <laughs> yeah, that, so that would be the the first the, the first one that I have to see, and you know maybe his rise to fear and stuff like that. I think that could there's a lot in there that could be really really interesting. So Jesse Kimball really excited about the rise of the Fuhrer. You heard it here first. <laughs> I knew folks. that was coming. <laughs> All right, let's go to let's go Damn. to uh, let's go to Freudline. Kimball, uh, Shelby. Proline. Proline Kimball. Go ahead. My next one is going to be Captain Sanity. Uh, he's not actually a bad guy, but he kind of looks like it. He's just a floating head in a jar. He's actually the tech psychiatrist. Yeah. And um, I don't know that I would actually get any help from this guy. I'd probably have nightmares after going to him. He's a head is... case. <laughs> yep. A weird little robot arm. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't like this picture. Right? Yeah, no, it's very disconcerting. I have to look this person up. What's his name? Hold on, I, I got you. You got me. Okay. It's been uh, a while since I've seen these characters. Well, the first thing I see yeah, is uh, making cool. an abstract art exhibit where, if a guest says, "I could paint that," a fresh canvas and paints are lowered from the ceiling, and a booming pre-recorded voice says, "Do what this shithead." <laughs> also, Shannon, this feels like a good time to mention to you that this uh, show is sponsored by the Woods. The Woods. Go ahead, go in them. Don't even, don't even worry about it. Going, going way up there, by eh? The Woods. <laughs> yeah. Why? I also don't like this picture of this character, and therefore I am curious why you posted it twice, side to side. Well, I hit paste, and then she hit the the keyboard <laughs> command for paste and yeah. enter and. I was so fucking stupid. I thought that was the character. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm Grandpa yeah, Simpson goes, just... there are too many hairs. Uh, mole man, there are too many heads. Please remove one. Yeah, he's just he's just a head floating in a jar that has uh... cables going down into a, a robot pedestal uh, with a little arm that's holding an ink pen. It ain't right. Okay, well, yep. let's go to Tanner. I don't want to answer. Uh, my my favorite uh, character from the Harry Potter series, the books, not the movies, uh, is actually Ginny Weasley. I, I, I want to see more of her. Like, I, like I'd like to see the books. Right, I would like to see the Harry Potter books from Ginny's perspective. Right, Ginny. Janae, and then just like her life, her life after Hogwarts, you know, uh, you get a little bit of that in some of the Pottermore stuff and a little bit of that in some of, you know, in, in, uh, uh, first child, but you know, yeah, but I, I yeah, like to pretend that the epilogue to the final book and the first child don't exist. First child. Yeah. Jesse, I'm sorry. I like both of them. Nope. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is Jesse. It's Tastes okay to be wrong. are subjective. <laughs> I except, hated that. except your taste, which is actively getting worse as you drink. My taste <laughs> is <water>. objectively bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Tanner says, "Jenny, I'll back that up. I, I'll back you up on that, Tanner." Uh, let's he'll, go to. He'll back you up on that. Let's go to Hunter. Feisty little redhead. Uh, Pat Kennedy? I don't like that Tanner called me that, but okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> I see it's okay. That's the difference. It's fine when Shannon goes Hunter Hendricks, super bitch. Like I admit to that. <laughs> I can't. I can't take Feist a little redhead because none of that is true about me. Anyway, I'm a, I'm a rather rather lethargic, slowly uh, expanding uh, <laughs> brunette. Anyway, it's more for time. Um, <laughs> uh the the correct the correct answer for who should have gotten a spinoff from boy meets world the way that the show was structured is eric uh, eric matthews yeah. the older brother 100 should have had a spinoff show and you can tell that they oh, okay let me rephrase that i thought i could tell it because i'm usually pretty good at spotting when the, a sitcom does like a backdoor pilot but you can tell that they're trying to launch another show out of a character um there is an episode and i didn't look it up so it's in one of the later seasons it turns out eric is actually really good at acting uh and he gets a chance to uh, he's good at theatrical acting he gets a chance to go to hollywood um he's cast in a sitcom it goes terribly it's basically a way for the show to make fun of itself it's a meta episode um, and like, it just uh, goes okay it's it's literally it's because uh all the actors he's working with are literally like ben savage and, it's them and, that, uh, yeah they're playing themselves but they don't shot. call themselves by their real their real names yeah they're caricatures of who they are in real life that's the joke yeah so the, the thing is after that episode it's never this this is never mentioned again that eric is actually a really good actor and he's a great like shakespearean theatrical actor um I love the idea of because when the series ends, it's not really clear what he's going to do. He just happens to be like the rest of them moving on from Pembroke College. Send Eric to L.A. The same thing they did with Joey on Friends that didn't work would have worked with him. Um, because, again, Wilfred L. was such a, a charismatic presence on the screen. He was doing like, he's really coming into himself as a, as a sitcom actor at that point. Um I want to see like a, a young adult Eric like navigating an actor's life in in Hollywood or New York, frankly. Either one would have worked. And then um, we can see how he goes insane. 
Oh, he's already insane. He's very clearly insane by the time all of this happens. That's, that's yes, hard. I don't know if you ever watched that. Girl Meets World, but he got real insane. He is well, Senator Dances with Squirrels. I'm, uh, look, look. I like Girl Meets World, but I'm rendering it non-canon for this because okay, fair that, enough. that doesn't fair enough. work at all. Okay. They did a nice big emotional beat with him and Tommy and having the whole surprise of that being him. And that, that was great. But like for, for what I'm talking about, it can't work. It can't happen. That has to yeah. be like something totally unrelated. I mean, so. there are various times where like Eric just disappears for long stretches of time in the show. Uh, he had uh, oh. if you if you listen to the podcast, the running joke is always he had finals. Um, anybody who's gone from the show for like two or three, they had to go back and take their school shit. Now, of course, by that point, Will is long done with school, but that's even they'll they'll be like, you know, Bill hasn't, you know, Bill Daniels hasn't been in a few episodes. Uh, he, he had finals. <laughs> Bill definitely had finals. <laughs> uh, so yeah. there's a there's a lot of stuff that they could explore with Eric because uh, yes. he did just kind of become a supporting character, especially towards the end. Uh, but I he w- like he was the funniest character on the show, and and the every time point, he was on the, the screen, best actor. Great. <laughs> yes, yes. I want to see that character continue on with other anchoring characters. We've seen everything he can do with these people. Give him his own set of friends and his own you know apartment and all that, and just that's that's a, that's a ninety sitcom. Boom, it's done. Call it Eric. I don't care. It's it's watching. It's going to be funny. It's just called Eric. Yeah. If, if if it's like the the Star Wars takeoff, and I guess Marvel too, they they just stopped trying to name shows. Now the shows are just named yep. the character, name it after the character. Yeah, yep. so, so it's so irritating. All right, who's next? Is it me? Yes. Yeah. All right, mine's the other, mine's the other easy one. Jesse, what's the other easy one? Uh, Jaina. Jaina Proudmore. No, he got it okay. right. He's two for two. Jaina Proudmore. <laughs> Running concurrent with the Arthas storyline, you have Jaina, who was his childhood friend and lover, who then uh, went on to become this incredibly powerful mage who was incredibly sympathetic toward the Horde and Thrall until the Horde did terrible things to where she was, and then she went full murder the Horde, and I'm here for it. This is why you're nuts. This is why you can't trust the Horde. Even someone like Jaina, who was pure of heart, eventually turned against those savages and demanded they all be killed and she's right on the money and i want to see a movie about it i want to see her film too (laughs) it is frustrating that like the blizzard kept going back to that well of just like all right let's put in somebody that's gonna fuck over the alliance real quick now the alliance kind of trusts them (laughs) can we not well, I mean, can we you, just be chill? Hey, you lay with dogs. Can you just not keep bringing in different enemies and they can work together? Or just nuke them. You know, yeah, or like Lord. it would be it would be interesting to something. have it go, you know, the other direction. Like the Alliance does something shady. I mean, that'd the, be nice. The Alliance has done plenty of shady things, and actually, I think that's uh, true. And usually, their shady stuff is like in retaliation of because, uh, like, they'll, they'll frequently. I've seen some pretty awful shit that they've done. Yeah, for sure. Because uh, it seems it usually seems like the alliance, like they're they're trying to like get revenge on, or like uh, they don't trust the truce that is active, and then they do something shady, but it doesn't start the conflict. No, because they're you know sound minded people and not uh, de- easy, savages. Not, easy, easy. What? I'm t- <laughs> Other than the blood elves, all savages. Yeah. Let's go to Lindsay. You gonna look? At those, you gonna tell me those fucking gnomes aren't up to something? 
Oh, I don't trust gnomes. I don't trust any little people. If you're under three foot tall, <laughs> I just I just don't trust you. I'm sorry. All right, let's go, he's, Lindsay. He, he's got a point. Children are very untrustworthy. That is true. <laughs> All right, my second pick. And I'm gnomes going are back just to children 12. that can legally do cocaine. Okay. No. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> can they do that? <laughs> Wait a second. I think it Elder Scrolls. Yeah, Elder Scrolls. They called it what? Moon sugar? I don't know what they call moon it. Sugar. <laughs> That's what it's called. Moon sugar. I don't know what they call it in Warcraft. Wow! <laughs> wow! 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 All right, my second one. I'm going back to District 12, and I want to see the 50th Hunger Games with Hamish Abernathy, and how he pissed off the capital bad enough that they killed his entire family. Okay. Well, that sounds angry. Yeah. Oh, no. You'd it like would him, very Shannon. Much it's be Woody Harrelson, and he's a drunk. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. Well, he's a drunk because the Capitol wasn't happy with how he won his games and they murdered his whole family and his girlfriend. Can they do that? I'm not in the Capitol. It's okay. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> the Capitol kind of sucks. Take it out on me. <laughs> Are you sure? Because I come from white people. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go back to jesse let's speed it up even more we're at an hour all right uh my next one is gonna be alex Luis armstrong he's just the because big buff boy right yeah yeah just because he's like he's my favorite side character in the show i love armstrong he just makes me happy he's pure and precious and wonderful uh, I don't really know what this show is going to be about, but honestly, I would watch a 10 episode miniseries about Armstrong going through life, dealing with like his family drama because him and his sister kind of hate, hate each other. But like, you know, they, they sort of, it needs to be, it needs to be him dealing with growing up with his other sister. Like I need to see him and Olivia. <laughs> so I, I would also like to see that. And then growing up Armstrong. <laughs> and towards the, I like that. Uh, <laughs> and towards the, uh, the end of, uh, brotherhood like Olivia and Alex like actually kind of you know um, they get a lot closer because they both survived this fight like uh, Olivia finally respects Alex's strength because uh, that's a hilarious thing like all the way through it and yeah like I, I wouldn't mind seeing them like navigate the Armstrong family drama and stuff like that like, it, it, the you know, Armstrongs are awesome yeah I agree and their adorable baby sister <laughs> yeah <laughs> Shelby. Next one is the alien interpreters. They are a very strange race of creatures that have three eyes and they wear jumpsuits that have exclamation points on them. And they're just very wholesome, innocent creatures that I just I just want to see see how they live. Go about their normal days. Yeah, all they do is interpret. And I know they have to do something else. I don't remember these guys. I'm looking this up because I, I watched that show pretty often. I don't remember these guys. Um, well, that's just a bunch of aliens and apparently there's a band called The Interpreters. So let's get a little bit more. Oh, God. Well, yeah, that's They're not, that's not what I thought they were going to be. Weirdos. Okay. Sorry, Shelby. I didn't mean for that to come out so angrily. Let's uh, let's go to Tanner. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to pick. I, I think 
I think I like I want to continue the backstory on Dumbledore. Honestly, uh, I know we've gotten quite a bit now, but there's a chance that we might got might not get any more. But I need I need that story to be completed. I, I can't. I really wish it wouldn't end just how it ended because the last movie was actually pretty good. Uh, and it is it's it's pretty good. And like especially especially the parts with Dumbledore because he's he's in this movie a lot. Um, and you you learn some things, and it's it's very very good. And Jude Law is a fucking fantastic Dumbledore. I, I need more of it. He's a good actor too. Yes, I think he's going places. All right, back to Hunter. Um, anybody who's trying to play this game along along with me, who actually watched this show, is going to think this is out of left field. Um, I say again, I did enjoy most of of girl meets world i think it had some flaws and it could have been done better but the show should have started right after boy meets world ended and it should have been about morgan yeah next series should have been about the little sister lindsey ridgeway picked that role up in season three uh after lily next had had dropped it at the end of season one and the character was gone for a while uh Where they made a great been? joke about that no she said she was in timeout for a really long time for a really, really, really um, long time but she she was so funny and so good in that role. And she, it starts out really kind of one note where she's just the sarcastic little sister. But like, as the the series goes on, you see her start running into the same stuff that Corey did when the series began. Um, there's not enough time to really get into that. By the time the series is ending, she's kind of where they were about midway through it. Um, and, and I would have loved to have seen it just continue on with the other characters as supporting cast coming back occasionally for not, not even supporting coming back for guest roles. Um, but keep on, um, uh, I, I forget the, the actor's names off the top of my head, but uh, Alan uh, and, and, uh, and his wife, the, the, the Matthews, the parents, keep them on the entire time. They were great. One of the best TV uh, mom and dad couples of all time, honestly, in, in sitcom history. Yes. Um, so yeah. keep them on as supporting. Make the show about her. Follow her through through school. Uh, there's lots more that could have been done with that that you didn't necessarily need the people who were getting up into their 20s for anymore. So okay. should have been a thing. Uh, my next one probably shouldn't be a thing, but I'd be interested in anyway. Stalvin Mismantle. That's right. Uh, you have to refresh my memory that. on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so Stalvin Mismantle is a series. He's a character in a series of quests that take you from um, a Goldshire to the oh god, what are the what are the the fields called? I'm forgetting. Right Which out, fields? right outside of Goldshire, where you go to the dead mines. Oh, um, 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 shit. Help. Jesse. I don't remember. I do. I, I didn't play Alliance near as often as you did. Like, the most Moonbrook? I've done it is here recently in hardcore. Well, Moonbrook's in that area, too, but that whole area is called something, and now I can't think of anything. Westfall. What? Westfall. It's Westfall. What a fantastic, what a huge fan of Warcraft to not remember <laughs> one of the I thought first you were, like, places. specific fields. I'm making fun of myself, I not you. you. I was about to say, Shannon, Shannon is shitting on himself. Yeah, I'm making fun no, of myself. That, but he has yeah, made no, more human was. characters in World of Warcraft than anybody that I know, and I, it's not close. I've made more humans in the, that world than Nick Cannon in this one. Anyway, I'm surprised you couldn't remember it because Tommy Westfall is the the character that creates that shared <laughs> TV universe with everybody. He's the the kid with the snow globe. <laughs> well, this character, this character in Westfall, so he's a teacher 
who was hired by this family to teach their their kids and he falls in love with the underage daughter in in this uh in this family and uh he thinks that (laughs) somebody please tell me that they noticed that tanner put his hand up like he was like oh he's me and then you said that he goes (laughs) no i was trying to block the light out hunter that's what i need to believe because it gets worse it gets worse so, so, as you travel back and forth and you find things out and you find these letters and shit like that, you find out what happened to these people. And Stalvin falls in love with this girl. She rejects him and basically tells him, No, I was just being nice to you. So, he ends up murdering her and her entire family. And then you have to basically go take care of his ghost so they can they can have peace. It's one of the darkest stories in World of Warcraft. Yeah. It's abs- it's absolutely horrific. I um, think I remember doing that quest line so, now cuz that's one of the first ones. That one, Tanner. <laughs> Tanner is not Stalvin Mismantle for the record, ladies and gentlemen. And Hunter no. is not an alien. Um, <laughs> Way to go, Chuck. So yeah, I think that would be an interesting story. Make it a one-off. Just make it like a little animated film or something. But just the whole cool, thing. Like, uh, yeah, in an anthology series, like they just yes. do some of like the the more interesting the quest. quests. Yeah, that's a great an anthology. Idea. Like, the war- I would enjoy that a lot, dude. World of Warcraft anthologies would be a fucking amazing animated show. Oh, Put yeah. that oh, absolutely on instead of What If season seventy, Lindsay. <laughs> All right, number three for me is Miss Johanna Mason from District 7, one of the most tragic characters in the entire series. I want to see her games, and I want to see her aftermath after everything, because she is a very messed up individual after being held captive by Capitol. Like, she's messed up enough they don't touch on it in the films, but, like... They tortured her with water and electricity to the point that she is afraid of water to the point that, like, bathing is difficult for her. I think we have and a clip. Nobody left. Like, she just did a very tragic character, and I'd like to see more of her story. We have a clip of, of her interacting with one of the characters. They they say, what is wrong with you? To her. <laughs> you know what she would honestly tell you? What's that? Fornicate internally. <laughs> Well, her brain, after everything she's been through, her brain just can't get through that dark gray mist. All right, back to Jesse Kimball. (laughs) All right, uh, this is going to be number four here. This is actually going to be a prequel story that I just want to see fleshed out a little bit more. Uh, And it's all about Azumi Curtis, uh, the teacher of the boys in the the show. And there's a lot of really interesting stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of really interesting stuff they could do about this. Like, she... Uh, also attempted human transmutation. She tragically uh, lost her child and was unable to, after you know trying human transmutation, uh, was never able to try for a child again and was permanently um, ill because parts went missing from her insides. Uh, she's also just a, a certified badass. Like even before that, she trained up north. Uh, <laughs> they still tell legends of Azumi Curtis, like. Not named, obviously, but uh, terrorizing the the Briggs Mountain Wall, uh, which is supposed to be like the the baddest of the bad soldiers in the army. And uh, yeah, I would like to see all of this fleshed out, and of course, a lot more information about Sig because I also love Sig Curtis. He's just awesome. Um, yeah, both of them are amazing. Yeah. Yes, I, I, so I would very much like to see uh, that character fleshed out a lot more. Okay. 
Uh, let's go to Shelby, and I think it's probably going to be... Uh, all right, it's not, but Shelby, help me remember, because I've been trying to think of this character's name. It was Because I thought it was Miss Liberty, but Miss Liberty was actually in like the live-action ones. Who was the character that was like Miss Liberty in the original? It was something made. Was it Miss Made or American Made? I think it was American Made. Hang on. I always yeah, like American that. Made. Yeah, I always liked that character. That was one of my favorites. Anyway, who's, uh, who's up next, Shelby? Uh, I have... Dean, the henchman for Chairface Chippendale. Uh, he basically has the head of a of a type of bolt. Um, this series of bad guys is very interesting. I have no idea how they would ever blend into normal society, what jobs they would have. They look like mannequins at a hardware store that just have weird... Hardware hits. Say, I'm sorry. Do you think old chair face Chippendale here is going to find a job very easily? Look at that son of a bitch. <laughs> it looks like he did. Look at that big ass rock he's holding. <laughs> so, Chippendale, just since we've already got pictures put in there, he's my number one pick overall. Uh, mainly because he's the head of the organization of all these weird uh, hardware people. I don't get it. Where did they come from? It's so weird. But I remember the chairhead guy. Right? Living your daily life with your chair being a wing nut, um, like on a bolt, or, you know, your head being a fucking chair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, whoever wrote the tick was on some shit. I can give you a, a very interesting image. This is most of Chairman's henchmen. Mr. Potato Face is in there. I'm sorry. Uh, who's the guy wearing sunglasses with just patches of fur? <laughs> I was wondering the same thing. One of them's just a party hat. <laughs> Too shit. One of them is, yeah. <laughs> One looks like a cup of coffee uh, with a party hat inside of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm also wondering about, like, is that guy just to have, like, are those his eyebrows? Like, just has have normally long eyebrows? Or his eyelashes? Oh, maybe. What a weird woman just have a very strange. Why does she just have a snake? How did she end up here? Well, Hunter, her, well, yeah. I think she's at the wrong party. Her weird like, thing is that she's a girl. That's it. That's <laughs> what it is. There's got to be in, in every '90s thing. There's got to be a girl in the group, and even she can't be weird. Why can't she have a fucking party at Ed? Why can't God she forbid a woman do anything? <laughs> I'm gonna bet that she has a Russian accent. Uh, oh, that you just know seems she right. Look at that bob. Are you kidding me? That's a Russian bob. And those eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. Those eyebrows. That's what I'm thinking. All right. Back to Tanner. Uh, I am going to go with uh, one Rubius Hagrid. Uh, I, I, uh, I would like to see a little bit of his backstory. Uh, from his uh, his parentage to you know his time at school, which is pretty short-lived. Uh, but yeah, Hagrid. I'd like to have some expanded story on him. Beginning and what happens after the Battle of Hogwarts. Okay. Got a little haggard. So that's uh that was uh correct me if I'm wrong, that was um oh what He's was the half giant. Right, what was Coltrane. Coltrane. Yeah, okay, thank you. Thank you. I thought so. Okay. Uh back to Hunter. This one requires changing the show, so I'm stepping outside of it a little bit. Topanga should have gone to Yale. Topanga should have gone to fucking Ooh. Yale. And the yes, show should have been have. about her there. And that also could have been called Girl Meets World. <laughs> but, yeah. but frankly, 
realistically, she should have gone to yell. Corey's a piece of shit by that part in the series, or that point in the series. Um, he's super controlling. He's he's a dick. Uh, and again, she had a fucking scholarship to Yale. She should have gone to Yale. There was no reason for her to go to a community college because her high school boyfriend was going there, nor was it for them to get married at that point in the series. This, I think, by the way, retroactively, is why I'm starting to not like Girl Meets World. Meets World. <laughs> Because I don't like what comes as a result of it. So well, they, yeah, they even make jokes, like not jokes, but they try to like say, "Hey, we made the right decision." Like they're literally in the last episode of Girl Meets World, <laughs> and they're trying to decide if they want to move to England or not uh, for a giant, like just amazing work opportunity for Topanga. And she, I'll give Corey this much: he's not trying to, you know, change her mind or make her decide one way or the other. Uh, but like Sean brings up, you know. You guys fought about the idea of us moving to New York, and that ended up being the right idea for us. And yeah, go fuck yourself. Damn. I know all I this mean, hate was going to come out. <laughs> I mean, moving to New York, New York wasn't so bad. It's just, again, there was no reason for her to go to a community college. Literally fucking none. She had a scholarship to Yale. Yale. Go to Yale. Go to Yale. The show is about you, the show is about you now. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's called Girl tried- Meets World. <laughs> Like, they, they only brought up the fact that, like, after, like, Corey and Topanga got together, it feels like they only brought up the fact that, like, Topanga is a genius when it was convenient to the story. Well, yeah, uh, because at that point, Danielle Fishel had put on maybe 20 pounds, and now the story is she's fat. Oh, uh, <laughs> don't even get me fucking started. We're yeah, not. Yeah, it was real bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started. We're not. <laughs> um... Okay. Don't you start. <laughs> well, to be fair, they did it to Will Friedle too. He got fat too. Uh, yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not fair, oh, and it's not. not the same. And we're not going to have this conversation. We're not having this conversation, Jesse. We're going to go to my next pick, and my next pick is a Windrunner. Which one? Oh, uh, Alaria. It is Alaria. God, he's good. <laughs> he's so good at this. I won't speak too much about it, mostly because I honestly I mean, don't. You. I, I what? You've always preferred her over Sylvanas. So. I don't know much about her other than the fact that she's one of three sisters. It's Hilaria, Sylvanas, and other. I can't remember the other one's name. Um, I also can't remember the other Windrunner's name. The thing that makes Hilaria cool is she was the first Void Elf. She was the one that touched the Void first. So I would be curious to see how that all went. Otherwise, I really don't know jack about her other than she's Alliance, so therefore she's okay by me. So we're going to go to Lindsay. All right. I want to know more about Tigris, President Snow's cousin, yeah. who at the end of Songbirds and Snakes, you're already kind of seeing the disdain that she's starting to feel towards the change in her cousin. But to go from being the helpful aide to keeping them alive during when they're struggling, to becoming a designer for the games, to the Catwoman that we see in Mockingjay Part 2. I I want to see that road. Who absolutely helps the rebels get to and kill her cousin. Yep, 100%. I think we we actually have a clip of that Catwoman. Jesse, can you post that again, please? (laughs) Oh, we got that? It's just just man. (laughs) And man. Man origin. Yes, I, I would like to see more of Tigris. Okay, last round. Before we get the last round started, as a public service announcement, I am going to state it right now. Do not buy pirate water. 
Do not buy Miami Vice. <laughs> this is one of the nastiest things. I I can't drink anymore. I'm forcing myself. It's terrible. I don't like it. I don't care if it makes me feel like I'm in heaven and I'm just floating amongst the angels. The angels taste disgusting, and I don't want to drink them anymore. Let's go to let's go to Jesse Kimball. It's going to eventually grow on you. Uh, for the record, Varisa Windrunner is the third Varisa, sister. yeah, the third one. And, yeah, she has not had very many, like, because I, I hardly ever remember. Like, Illyria, I mostly remember because she's a big part of that Void Elf storyline. Yeah, I believe uh, Varisa is the Tiffany Trump of the Windrunner family. Who? And, yeah, that's the... Exactly. <laughs> um. Anyway, for my last pick, uh, I didn't do that. I actually did this in reverse order of the ones I'd like to see. Uh, so the last one's going to be Ling. Uh, he was exclusive to Brotherhood. He wasn't in the original show. He became Greed, uh, or at least formed an alliance with Greed. He is a prince of Xing. Uh, they have a very interesting power dynamic there, the way the politics work. Uh, I would be interested in seeing more of that and like how uh, you know what happens post the show. Because he gets a bunch of stuff figured out, like he makes some realizations. Uh, he's going to team up with May. He's probably going to be there with Alphonse as well. Uh, and yeah, like I, I'm very curious to see what would or what comes of that, and to really flesh out uh, like that political structure and that whole dynamic, because it sounded very interesting to me. Uh, probably not to literally anybody else that has watched this show. I mean, I liked the character of Ling, and I was super surprised with the whole like greed thing when it had happened because I hadn't read the comics, so yeah, that no. in its own was intriguing to me. So that that was very very interesting. Uh, the political stuff was uh, really, and it, like, pretty much everybody that watched the show is probably been like, oh, more politics. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, mean, I loved yeah, but, Wing, and it was all politics. But when I it's mean, anime, fair. it's fun and cheeky, <laughs> right? When it's cheeky, when oh. it's real life, it's tragic and cruel. Um, <laughs> let's go to Shelby. I got my last one. Damn it's it, Chairman! Forgot about that. Yeah, it was Chairface. Well, do you have a runner-up? You can, you can do six because you're Shelby Kimball. Fuck everybody. Uh, yeah. Actually, I got another one. Uh, where is? There's the dinosaur man who's like a gigantic kaiju monster. I'd like to see him. Wasn't there also a, uh, oh, there was a bat, wasn't there? Like a bat guy? You know, like Dan, I think was that dude's Defleter name? Defleter Mouse? Defleter Mouse, yes. Yeah. Fuck him. That was, oh, that's so good. Uh, hang on, let me try and find him real quick. I can't remember. It's like Dave the Dino or something like that, and he's this giant fucking... Uh, dinosaur Neil. Dinosaur Neil. Dinosaur Neil. He looks like a really unfortunate office worker got turned into a kaiju beast. Oh, God. It, he's doing his best. Uh, I'm sorry, that's my pond. That's, that's, <laughs> uh, to me, that's basically Cody the monster. <laughs> I'm going to need you to fill out some paperwork for entering my pond, sir. Please sign here, initial here, date here. Yeah, I don't like that at all. I take back. I regret giving you a sixth option. Let's uh... <laughs> Tanner, clean it up. Fix this. I'm going to pick another uh, group of four. I need the Marauders. I need it. I need it. 
I need it. I need I, to know everything about them from the time they got their letters to Hogwarts, even before then, up until uh, October 31st, 1981. I need it all. I do not Don't know Don't we know enough? Characters. James was a dick. Um, mm-hmm. Sirius was that's a plenty. dick. Yeah. Um, Sirius was a dick. <laughs> Everyone was a dick. That's what I'm, that's no. what I'm getting from it. Remus was a great really? guy. I was about to say, Remus is probably the only one that's not a dick. Only because he was too much of a coward to speak up and stop his friends. Who were dicks. Well, they, uh, were dicks. Yeah, his friends were dicks, but they, his friends put up with the fact that he was a werewolf. Yeah, if, so I, was that, if I was him, I would absolutely be doing the same thing. If they're not putting up with it, they'd accept you for it. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, so that's the only reason Remus was putting mind, up with it. Being dicks. Up with and him. then Peter Pettigrew was the coward, let's, let's be Peter, fair. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. He was the true shitbag. Yes. He sold him out. All right. Yes. Let's go to Hunter. God. No, hang on. I want to talk about this some more. If uh, if Harry, <laughs> if, Harry, if Harry had had a snake instead of an owl, number one, he could have talked to that motherfucker. Number two, it probably would have told him, hey, I'm going to go eat that rat. You'll thank me later. <laughs> would have saved everybody. Would have saved everybody a lot of trouble. <laughs> the, the third book would have been far less interesting. <laughs> also, it's that, also that like, meme where it just ends with the screen from L, from uh, SVU where it's just executive producer I'm Dick done. Wolf playing. It's just over. <laughs> Written by Speedweed. I also was. I was just informed that Gary Busey got caught peeing in public. He just whipped it out on the sidewalk and pissed everywhere. Oh, Gary Busey. Fairness, Gary Busey at this point probably thought he was in the restroom. He's been doing that for years. Haven't you looked at his filmography? He's he's 79, Uh, man. No, that's defecating in public. All right, Hunter. It's I'm, I'm gonna make it quick and simple. It's the bullies. It's uh, Harley, Joey, and yeah. Frankie. I want I want a quick. I don't want a full series of them. They don't need an entire run or, or even a season or anything like that. Um, I think like a like a because of the era of the show, a made for TV movie that was like a spinoff <laughs> from the show. That's just like an hour and a half of them just fucking around at school. That's well, that's fair. what I want. To be fair, canonically. Oh, listen, everyone. Tanner's got an opinion. <laughs> Please, no, by all means. No, no. This, this is, this is, uh, this is for Shannon, kind of. Uh, Hunter, can you, can you please explain to Shannon who Frankie's dad is? Vader. Oh, Frankie, Frank. Yeah, yeah. There. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> you think I'm stupid, Tanner? You don't think I watched yeah. War Meets <laughs> World? <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Honestly, I knew I knew Tanner was on the show. I knew Vader was on the show, and I took a shot in the dark there, and it just paid off for me. So I'm just going to leave it at that. We're going to ignore the it fact was, that I don't know what I'm talking yeah. about. Well, I figured it was either that or Sinbad, and I I don't think Sinbad was on the show. Sinbad is not on the show. No. Okay. Uh, no, he's not there. Uh, well, I would have watched was in a mental, He was in a mental <laughs> hospital at the time with Rob Thomas. Sing Play a song. song. Shut, Shut up. up. I'll make it even quicker for you. My last pick from Warcraft that I would love to see a movie or TV show based on is just a basic ass Murloc. From the moment Murloc. he wakes up to the moment he goes to bed, what's that little guy up to? We we just need an animated <laughs> series called Murlocs. Just, the, just Honestly, that that Murloc. would just be another great like episode in the end. <laughs> That's him right there. They, um, you, you have you have a particularly did. dark episode. <laughs> 
and then you go into a fucking like just an episode about Murlocs doing Murloc things. Just being Murloc. They did a thing on on Disney Plus with with uh, to take it back to the MCU with Groot. They have these little these little animated little shorts called "I Am Groot." Yeah, yeah, and they're like little fifteen. I think there's like like maybe ten of them, but they drop them in little five you know episode seasons. But they're like fifteen minutes long. That would be great. Yeah, for these guys. I am Murloc, I and he just there's no dialogue. It's just him going. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's terrible. Popper. Everybody hates it. All right, Lindsay, last one. All right, my last one is Effie Trinket. I want to see the games from her point of view to see her as the proud capital citizen and slowly understanding, oh, these are actual people that have lives and we should care about. <laughs> and just, just her view of it. That'd be interesting. Because Effie grows through the series, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Why do you keep giving me the drums? I thought it was a joke. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I thought it was a joke. Like now he lost. Maybe break him. If you would have finished watching the films with me, you'd understand. The problem is he didn't finish the movies, but he did finish that pirate water. <laughs> I didn't. It's half gone. It's half gone. Well, I can't I drink it anymore. I didn't say you drank all of it. I oh, said you finished it. I am finished with it. All right, and I'm finished with this show, too. We're at an hour and 30. Aaron Powell tapped out. Oh, my God. That's bad. He's gone. He's gone. Too long. We lost a fan. We lost him. We're starting a new website called (laughs) afan.com. Anyway. That's got to be taken, right? (laughs) So (laughs) tomorrow, we'll be back with an all-new horse-related comedy show, probably. And uh, we'll, we'll do all this again next week. And that's all. So until then, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. We love you. We appreciate you listening in. And uh, of course, Shelby was going to read to us uh, a fascinating, <laughs> fascinating anecdote about uh, that time the tick did that thing. Go ahead, Shelby. The time the tick did that thing. And then he got arrested. Don't do the thing that the tick did, kids. <laughs> <laughs>